Howdy and welcome to the Bonanza Boys. I believe this is episode 5 of season 2, wrapping up some week 4 action. I'm your host and commissioner, Manager Steele Gibson. And always, I'm joined by my co-host, Manager Matt. How you doing? See, I'm doing pretty well. Still battling a bit of a cough, but, uh, you know, pushing through for the boys and putting out some content for the league. Uh, I mean, the the uh, the rude comments, I got some... Uh, private messages that uh, really, you know, got me down about our late content last week. But, you know, at middle of the week, it was kind of fun having a little little bit of edge on uh, who's who's got the matchups. But anyways, we'll get it out on Tuesday morning for our fellas here. Uh, we'll hop right into our first matchup with yours truly, manager Matt Kermis, taking on manager Neil. And uh, this one was an 11-1 beatdown. Uh, there were some close categories, to be fair. Uh, you know, plus minus game started wins blocks were all uh, very close, but uh, still a, a very convincing win for manager Matt Kermis, uh, who is number five on Prize Banana with a six three and two. Uh, so it's always nice to see the people winning, getting their top half. And uh, manager Neil with a zero ten and one coming in at number twelve on this one. Yeah, when I saw when I saw an eleven one victory on Neil, I was like, man, I got to be the prize banana for sure. And then to see the rankings, I'm still fifth. I looked a little bit closer at the numbers, and neither Neil or I had a very strong offensive week. Um, and I think I had sixty five games played, but I don't know. I had McCann, Larkin, and Gibson who were out, but on my ro- like on my active roster, and I don't know if it counts those games. Um, so I was curious about that, but yeah, not a great week for either Neil and I, despite the beat down score. Um, so both hoping to step things up going forward. So we'll look at Neil's team here, strong performers. He'll have to be happy about, uh, Elias Patterson, um, getting off the bump a little bit, three games played. He had one goal, three assists was a plus three, two power play points, 11 shots on goal, still only one face off win, which is tough to stomach as a lock center. A hit and two blocks. John Carlson for the Capitals was his strongest defenseman of the week. Um, in three games played, he had three assists, was a minus two, one power play point, 10 shots on goal, a hit, and seven blocks. And Ilya Sorokin was up to his usual uh, shenanigans in the Islanders' net. Two games played, two games started, two wins, a 1.00 goals against, and a 968. Although that was not enough for Neil as. I'm sure Steele will say my goalies were a bit of a force this week. Yeah, another week, uh, another strong goalie week uh, for a few managers here. Uh, speaking of, we'll start in net with Mr. John Gibson, who had a bit of a bounce back here after Rick and I honestly, I think the pod has power because every player we mention has a bounce back week each time. But anyways, uh, two games started, two wins, 0.50 in the goals against and a 984 save. And then we'll head to the blue line with uh, Brent Burns. I mean, looks like he's back. Uh, I'll trade you for him. I'm convinced. Uh, (laughs) We got one goal, four assists, two power play points, 15 shots on goal, one hit, five blocks. Uh, So a little lower on the peripherals, but, you know, he's pouring on the shots and the points, so you can't be upset about that. And, uh, you know, I could have gone with uh, Debrinket here, but I'm going to go with Pavelski. Uh, the waiver wire showing you some love with uh, one goal, two assists. He was minus one as two of those came on the power play. Seven shots on goal, 15 face-off wins, four hits and two blocks. And uh, a quick shout out to our boy, Mr. Brady Tchuk with the two goals, 
13 shots and a whopping 23 hits. So you got to be happy with that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, I thought he would, I, I'm waiting for him to shoot a little bit more. I think with the emergence of uh, Norris and Batherson, he's taken a bit more of a net front kind of presence. Hopefully the, um, the captaincy uh, puts a little fuel into that stick of his and he starts getting some more <laughs> shots and some more points. But um, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty good week. I was happy about Burns 15 shots on goal in three games is very impressive. That's Burnsy of old. So hopefully they keep it going. Um, back over to Neil's team. Um, his weak performers, it's a bit of a, you know, not necessarily the weakest, but Miko Ranton and he only played Neil only started him for one game, but still he was minus two, uh, with six shots on goal and a block, uh, no other, no other peripherals. And that was in a four, two loss to Columbus. Um, I don't think Rantanen's ranked 428th right now, and I'm sure Neil took him in the first two rounds, so uh, he'll be hoping for him to turn that around. Uh, Keith Yandel also had he had a terrible week. Um, three games played, <laughs> no points, even four shots on goal, no hits, and three blocks. Um, and Shesterkin had an unchar- uncharacteristically bad week. Uh, he's been one of the top goalies in the league to date, but uh, had a tough week. Uh, two games started. Two wins, or sorry, two games started, no wins, a four point four one goals against, and an eight seventy seven save percentage. Yeah, he got absolutely lit up on the Saturday night versus the Flames, uh, which I was in attendance for, and it was very fun. But uh, we'll get into that later. On the weak side for you, uh, I man, is this three for three on mentioning Mister Jordan Cairo here? Uh, three games played, just the one assist. Did have eight shots on goal, but uh, just uh, one apiece of the face-offs, hits, and blocks. Uh, so it looks like his hot streak has officially come to an end here. And uh, Brendan Dillon, I believe, was also three three games started. It was pointless, minus two, five shots on goal, eight hits, which I, I guess is I eight, and uh, two blocks. And uh, I don't know, how many games do you start Dobson for? I wanted to highlight Matt Roy here, L.A., it's really clusterfuck because I keep looking to see which D I should pick up to replace uh, Dowdy and Walker. But one assist uh, was on the power play, plus one, seven shots on goal, and just the one block, no hits. That's Roy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had him for that was for only two games. So uh, two games, um, seven shots is decent for that. Yeah. Seven shots is decent for him for two games. Brett Dobson was three games. Okay, um, I have him mostly for I have him for blocks and for you know the prospect of points. I know he was running the power play <laughs> earlier in the year, but uh, a three assists on the season is not necessarily going to cut it. Um, who'd you have for MVP here? MVP here. I had to go with uh, my homie from another, I guess, father, uh, Mr. John Gibson with uh, the two games started two wins and that nine eighty four save um, while goalie, you know, that, that really helped you out in the goalie cat. Yeah, I was taught. It was a toss up for me between Gibson and Burns just because, Burns had such a strong week, um, but I'll go Gibson as well because I think um, I think of things go slightly differently in net, um, and Neil could win that pretty easily if Shesterkin had a slightly better week. So Gibson really 0. .5 in a nine eighty four, and he almost didn't play yesterday, um, and I, I almost didn't start him, and then he lights up St. Louis <laughs> four to one. So it was a nice way to nice way to end the week for me. Indeed, indeed. 
So we'll head, o- head over to our second matchup, uh, second ma- matchup review, which is Nelly Spaghetti. So yours truly, Manager Steel <laughs> versus Gritty, uh, Manager Danny. And this was another beatdown, um, second in a row. Um, it was an offensive outburst from Steele, highlighted by a certain German. Um, 55 points on the week to Danny's 30. I, I don't, that must have been tops for points in the league. I didn't actually check. It was um, pretty high. Yeah, I think it was 53 in the end there. Yeah, 53, sorry. (laughs) And yeah, goalie peripherals were won by Danny, but you actually managed um, to win game started and wins for the week. So I know goalies are a weaker point of yours. Anderson did let you down there in Buffalo. Uh, But it'll be curious to see how the situation develops when uh, Mike Smith is back in Edmonton because Koskinen has been a great find for you so far. Um, and in the power rankings here, or the prize banana rankings, I should say, you were fourth at eight, three and zero, and Danny was 11th at one, 10 and zero. Um, so I'll keep rambling here and into, <laughs> into Danny's, uh, strong or sorry, into Steele's strong performers and the German I was speaking of Leon Dreisaitl. Oh my goodness. Three games played five goals, five assists, plus six, three power play points, 13 shots on goal, 30 faceoff wins and a hit. That is, might be the best stat line we've had all year. He's, it was pretty dynamite week from him. I was looking at the man. It's just like four points on against Seattle, three points against Nashville and three points against the Rangers. It's just and like bonkers. the Rangers, then, he didn't have any until the comeback, which was, you know, sponsored by him and Dreisler or McDavid. But uh, yeah. Great week. Oh man, that, that McDavid goal. Um, I think that was the easiest assist to Dreisaitl's career. I think he oh, assisted yeah. on it, but yeah. But uh, If he assisted on that, I don't even know. <laughs> how is that even an assist? He, he McDavid might, had it for like not. 15 I can't, seconds. I can't remember. I guess, well, yeah, we'll have to take yeah. a look back at that. But um, Tyler Bertuzzi as well, uh, proving to be uh, a late round gem for you. Uh, four games played. He had three goals, three assists, plus three. Um, four, one power play point, five shots on goal, three hits, and two blocks, and that was all without uh, most of the three of those games were without Dylan Larkin, who was away for personal reasons. He wouldn't tell me why, as much as I prodded, <laughs> but he was not there. Um, and then Troy Terry as well, who's been a great pickup, um, great waiver wire selection in three games played. He's got three goals and an assist, plus two, two power play points, seven shots on goal, and a block. And that, I think, extends his point streak to like 11 games or something, which is crazy. Yeah, he's, he's been a monster. I think he's got uh, games or points in every game except to the first one of the season. And I think they took away an assist last night but uh, or two nights ago, whenever it was. Yeah, and he didn't play in the first game his of production. the season. I, for his first game of the season. Oh, he, no, he had two yeah. assists in his first game of oh. the season. And I, unless, I unless I'm... Something. Unless, wait, when did the season start? Um, well, anyways, I feel like October, there must have been a game between. There must October, have been a game before that, yeah, then, because it yeah, says October fifteenth. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I believe. Yeah, you he now. scored at least one point in every game this season outside the team's opener against Winnipeg. That's what uh, Yahoo says. Ah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I'll look over at Danny's team, and uh, he was mentioned on the pod as a bit of disappointing last week, but uh, Ferraro of San Jose. Coming in, he's normally a, a solid banger, and he, he did with eight hits and 12 blocks. Uh, but he also threw in four shots and four points, with three of those being assists. So uh, got to love that production from him. And on the blue line as well, Hughes, uh, you know, he's never going to be a banger, but uh, four assists, plus three, three power play points, five shots on goal, one hit. Uh, and it's, so he's had a pretty good start to the season offensively. 
And uh, your Alex Ovechkin apology tour might have to continue here with uh, one goal, two assists, plus one, 18 shots on goal, three hits and a block. Yeah, and he's got an assist tonight. <laughs> and it's one nothing against Buffalo. I was like, wait, you're missing a point. But no, no, he's just... Uh... He's getting fired up. It's always it is good to see him. I mean, he's who can't who doesn't enjoy Ovechkin exactly. doing Everybody Ovechkin things. Ovi. It's just so much fun. Um, I just wouldn't. I was thinking too much into the three years of the keeper league. I guess. <laughs> um, so we'll look back at your weak players. Um, I'll start with Jeff Carter at the top. Uh, two games played, he had an assist and was plus one. Um, six shots on goal, twenty-seven face-off wins is still pretty impressive. Uh, two hits and three blocks, but. His point production might start slowing down a little bit with Crosby back. I guess we'll see um, if he's not, you know, too. Crosby has the COVID, doesn't he? I, I don't know what. Yeah, the he came back for the one that, game, but... and then he was on COVID again. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, as long as Carter can get some solid power play time and still get that uh, top six center role with Malkin out, uh, got faith in him for a little bit. Yeah, those face-off wins are providing value in and of themselves right now. But uh, And Jacob Chikrin makes his weekly appearance. Woo-hoo, but he got a point. Yeah. <laughs> he did get a point uh, in three games played. Uh, he had one assist. He was a minus five. 12 shots on goal, uh, six hits and four blocks. So even still, I think you'd want a little bit more from peripherals for him um, like he was doing last year. And the aforementioned Craig Anderson, who was – promptly dropped um one game started no wins uh 0.522 goals against not sorry not 0.522 5.22 goals against and a 815 save percentage yeah i was kind of i was debating between him and reimer and i picked the wrong one um particularly just getting that one game started this week but that's all right uh, we'll we'll have to go back to the waiver wire or maybe maybe make a trade. But uh, looking at Danny's team here, um, honestly, there, there was pretty good point production uh, across the board for him. But I'll highlight a few guys here: uh, Jonathan Huberto, uh, only three games played, or sorry, three games played, but just the one assist. I think he's missing uh, his boy Sam Bennett. Uh, that did come on the power play: three shots on goal, two faceoff wins, eight hits, and a block. And uh, right below him, uh, the other. The, the, well, maybe I was, I might still be wrong on which Ranger to own. Maybe it, the answer is neither of them with Lafreniere coming in minus two, one shot on goal, one face off win, six, six hits and a block. And, you know, this one's tough, tough with Wierenski. Uh It was pointless, minus three. He did have 15 shots on goal, which is uh, pretty wild. And I believe one of those games was a 10 shot Output. A 10 shot game yeah that's in yeah. two games he had 15 shots on goal yeah that's so crazy. it's it is crazy and you know it's hard to hate on columbus after those two back-to-back wins over colorado Aruga. but uh loving that so we'll see if Rensky can start chipping in on the points i guess you're just trying to you're trying to pump him up with the pod the way exactly. that we have ev- exactly. everyone else I'm, so. I'm trying to just f- f- fuel him yeah that's fair i will say huberto only played two games so oh, did he just um, have the two yeah yeah, the third one he's maybe he's playing the Rangers tonight, so that might have slipped in there. But um, yeah, so who'd you have for MVP here? I think it might have been relatively yeah, obvious. Yeah, uh, can't go with anybody but Drysaddle. With ten points in three games, neither could I. It was <laughs> quite the performance. Yeah, and uh, you know, loving that dual eligibility. Anyways, well, well, I'm sure we'll talk about him for the rest of the season. So we'll uh, 
hop on to our next matchup here and uh woo alert we have a prize banana winner in the manager brendan versus manager jags and it's dj zabanajad taking it home for the second week in the row manager brendan was 9-0 and 2 so there you go we were talking about it last week we're like is there going to be a prize banana that didn't win all his games and yes there is so uh two ties in fact two ties in fact i believe it was to manager michael and manager matt uh but that is tbt uh this was seven five it was kind of close uh we all went to the flames game on saturday and uh, a tie was in jag's reach if he could capture assists and uh or you know or blocks flip one of those guys but, uh, man, the Flames came to play, and particularly uh, Lindholm and Goudreau so, and Markstrom. Uh, so it was a strong output for him and another prize banana. So congratulations to manager Brennan. It's got to be painful for uh, Jags to be at the Flames game and see Coleman and Mangiapane, um not be able to keep up with Goudreau and uh, Lindholm. So. Yeah, he was just screaming at them to, to get <laughs> points. Uh, Jags came seventh on the prize banana with a 5-6-0 record. Ah, that's yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, that would be a little tough to sit through, I guess. But um, he did have some. He did have some strong, uh, some strong performers this week. I'll take a look at them. John Tavares, as the Leafs are, have been buzzing recently. Um, three games played, Tavares had three goals, two assists, plus four, twelve shots on goal, twenty-six face-off wins, three hits, and four blocks. So pretty solid category coverage there. And Brock Nelson was one of two four goal scorers on the week on the week as in four goals in one game um but in three mm-hmm. games played he had five goals plus three 14 shots on goal which is uh pretty pretty impressive i didn't know he shot that much uh, 21 face-off wins and a couple hits and blocks each uh and anthony declare um, has really been quite the phenomenon in florida in two games played only two games played i should say Two goals, three assists, plus two, three power play points, six shots on goal, and a block. That is pretty impressive for two games. And for manager Brendan, uh, it's the Flames who keep on powering him. So uh, Elias Lindholm here, four assists, plus three, three power play points, 12 shots on goal, and 28 faceoff wins for good measure. And we'll hop over to the resurgence of uh, Ryan Getzlaff here, powered by my boy Troy Terry. Uh, one goal, three assists, plus two, two power play points, 12 shots on goal, 35 face-off wins, and four hits and blocks each. So you got to love that stat. And uh, Granlin, the I believe he was a waiver wire pickup. Uh, four assists, plus one, one power play point, four shots on goal, 27 face-off wins, four hits, and three blocks. So a few good stat lines there. Uh, team namesake did have three goals uh, in one of, those, you know, one of his games. The Rangers were shut out, so uh, he'd be he, happy to see that. Yeah, Granlin looks like an absolute serial killer in his Yahoo picture. I must say, his eyes—he looks like the—he looks like one of the the Frost Kings in uh, Game of Thrones. But um, <laughs> it, it's quite something. So, taking a look at Jags's weak players. So, we'll start with Blake Coleman. We spoke about the Flames already, but in three games played, he had no points. He was even. Six shots on goal, only three hits in a block, and he typically is good for throwing the body. Uh, Sam Girard, um, also who I believe has been dropped, right? Yes, he is. He's on waivers. Um, in two games played, he had an assist was minus two, four shots on goal, a hit and two blocks. And Colorado seems to be struggling as a whole right now. And Tim Stutzel I had on here as well. Uh, he played four games this week. Uh, Jags only started him for two. 
but in the four games played, he only had one assist. He was a minus five. That assist was on the power play. Eight shots on goal, one faceoff win, seven hits, and one block. So not a ton going on there for Tim Stutzel. And uh, on uh, the weak side for manager Brendan, uh, we'll start off with Poupe Hints, who did have an assist but was minus three. It came on the power play. Uh, eight shots on goal, 12 faceoff wins, and seven hits and three blocks. So... Uh, it looks like he's getting that peripheral production back. Um, but we'll also go to Mr. Petrie here. Just the one assist, uh, one shot on goal, four hits and two blocks. So he continues to be a disappointment. And we'll hop into net here. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury has been dropped uh, after a, another sterling week of three games started, one win, a 339 and an 895 save. Yeah, that was... I don't know. I see it's surprising even when it happens, despite the fact that it's probably the right move. Um, yeah. Flurry has been terrible. I mean, it is one of those guys that he has the name value. You want to hold on to him for as long as you can, but um, sometimes it's doing more harm than good. Although in this case, he was the prize banana anyway. So maybe, maybe he could have stomached another week or two to see if maybe he gets traded somewhere or maybe he finds his game. Yeah, with the coach fired, who knows what will happen. But uh, Chicago, I still hope they suck. So <laughs> you hope they suck. That that sounds well, like a blood curse ready to happen. Columbus has their their first rounder, so uh, the, oh, the worse fair. they are, the better. Is it un- is it unprotected? Uh top two protected. So I'm hoping for that third spot. That would be, of course, you are. That would be <laughs> ideal. <laughs> it would be ideal. Um, and who'd you have for your MVP here? MVP, I, this, I, this was a tougher one because I had to go, yeah, I, I think I had to go with, uh, Lindholm here, because uh, of the assists and the power play points, even though power play points weren't necessarily that close. Um, but it, just a good stat line all around. Yeah, I went with, I actually went with, agree it was close. I was between Lindholm and Getzlaff. I went with yeah. Getzlaff though. Um, I think just better value for the for the mvp that's not necessarily what makes you mvp um but i he had a really good week and man i i still want to figure out how heavily the yahoo weighs face-offs because he's <laughs> seventh overall in our league right now ranked and he has been he's been stuffing the stat sheet but um yeah just 11 still, points though yeah yeah still a little so a little bit questionable there um but yeah that, went, uh, 21 face-off one game old man gets left and so finishing with that matchup, we'll head into the next one, um, which was manager Michael Nelly, Nellia Spigelia versus Stash Poppy, Matt T. So Michael continues to prove why he's higher up in the power rankings in the past few weeks with another strong win over Matt T. Um, I have to feel good about that one. It was a pretty close matchup offensively, um, but Michael took the edge in all four goalie cats, which really sealed the win. Um, in the prize banana rankings, uh, Michael was second at nine, one and one, and Matt T was third at eight, one and two. So two very strong performances from both managers. Um, Matt T, he would have he would have hoped to play some a little weaker this week uh, so he could get the win, but it was not to be. So we'll look quickly at Matt T's strong players here, and we'll speak of Nick Suzuki, who the, I think this is the second week in a row being one of the strong players, but three games played, he really went off Um, three goals, four assists for seven points, plus one, two power play points, 13 shots on goal, 23 faceoff wins, two hits and a block. 
Matthews as the as the Leafs go. Matthews goes and three games played, he had four goals, two assists, plus four, four power play points, which is pretty um, pretty stellar. Fourteen shots on goal, twenty six faceoff wins, two hits, and five blocks. And Adam Fox had, I guess, maybe a bit of a down week by his standard, but still three <laughs> assists, minus two, two power play points, eight shots on goal, two hits, and eleven blocks. He really does. He fills the block. He has been filling the blocks stat sheet recently, which is pretty impressive given his offensive output. Yeah, I think he he had a lot of blocks last year too. So I think that's uh, he he can count on that going throughout the season. Um, he was booed from the puck drop till the very end of the game. Well, till after the game, uh, Mr. Fox was in Calgary as it was his first game back at the dome after, uh, insisting that he was not going to sign. And, uh, so the fans were booing him anytime he got the puck and, uh, first period he walks in and he scores a pretty like dirty goal and, uh, you know, does the ear, the ha- the glove to the ear, Sully, to the fans and uh turns out it was offside oh, and the, the, the second that they showed it on the jumbo try it was a clear offside so the second they showed it you know place just erupted and fox you sucks chance just kept on going throughout the night um and it, honestly sometimes it's looked like he bobbled the puck because of it but uh yeah it was there was a very fun game uh and uh it was always good to have a little, some little pettiness going on but we'll look <laughs> at uh manager michael's team here with the resurgence of uh, some Nashville centers with Matt Duchesne, three goals, two assists, one power play point, 13 shots on goal, only six faceoff wins, which is slightly concerning. Uh, three hits and three blocks, but uh, good for him and for Nashville uh, if they can get him and Johansson going. Uh, you know what? I guess we'll talk about McDavid. Uh, he had one goal. I heard it was okay. Um, <laughs> five assists. Plus four, two power play points, seven shots on goal, nine face-off wins, four hits, and one block. Uh, so six points, can't be can't be upset about that. And Matthew Tuchuk, who, man, I've struggled with that name tonight, um, had an absolute silky goal uh, for the 6-0, seal the deal between the legs, up and over Shesterkin. Three goals, three assists, plus two, three power play points, 12 shots on goal, two face-off wins, and three hits. And uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention increase. Mr. Jack Campbell, Mrazek's out yet again. Three games started, three wins, a .99 goals against, and a 968 save. Yeah, Campbell is going to get a lot of work. So hopefully he... It's a bit of a toss-up for Leafs fans. I'm I, I, like, Hopefully he plays really well. Uh, that's what we want. But if Mrazek keeps getting injured and he plays like 50, 60 games playing really well, he's going to price himself out of an of a extension. So um, it's a bit of a tough situation there, but obviously we, we all love Soupy and we just want him to play his, you know, his heart out and which he does every night. Um, so we'll look at Matt T's weak performers here and Suzuki played well, but Josh Anderson, not so much. No. Three games played. He only had one goal and he was minus four. They must be on separate lines. Um, I'm, I'm not sure just, but like Suzuki's plus one and Anderson's minus four uh, over that span. Um, nine shots on goal, two face-off wins and six hits. Uh, Jacob Truba as well. Similar. It's kind of like two sides to the coin with Suzuki Anderson and then Truba and Fox Truba had in three games played no points, minus four, eight shots on goal, seven hits and four blocks. And Jordan Bennington just couldn't keep Matt T in the goalie categories here. Um, it wasn't a terrible week for him, but 
two games started with no wins, uh, 2.52 goals against and a 918 save percentage. It would have been hard to beat Michael here with the way Campbell played, but had Bennington been a little bit better, it might have, it, it definitely would have been closer. For sure. And uh, looking at manager Michael's weak performers, uh, in two games played, Marcus Felino was pointless. Uh, zeros across the board until you get to shots where he had two, one faceoff win, and five hits. On the defensive side, uh, Justin Falk in St. Louis, three games played, pointless, minus four, five shots on goal, nine hits, and three blocks. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I know his, his other goalies were fine. He had a good goalie week. But we'll go with uh, OEL here, one point plus three, eight shots on goal, and no hits, and one block. So, I mean, that's kind of expected with the OEL, but uh, you're looking for a little more there as uh, Michael needs some blocks, and that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Remember when OEL used to be like a top, was he, a, he was like a top 10 defenseman yeah, for sure to, at one point. Stat cat beast there. Just a monster. But, um, so who'd you have for MVP in this one? MVP, uh, not going with McDavid on this one. Had to go with, uh, Maddie Kachuk. Interesting. Yeah. I went with Campbell, um, for just stuffing those goalie cats and winning them almost single handedly. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, no, Makachuk had a huge, huge week. Um, and I remember looking, I know Michael, I don't remember if Michael was talking about him or if I was just looking at him, but he, uh, he wasn't doing so well earlier in the season and lo and behold, he's 16th overall right now after a pretty big, uh, pretty big week. So always happy to see that. Yeah. Good week there. Campbell, definitely, definitely worth a vote there as well. We'll, uh, move on to our next matchup between manager Jeff Aho gave me headman and manager drew with rat squad and uh, manager drew came to play this one winning eight two um and you know what uh, a fluky win I'm just gonna say it he came in at number nine manager drew with a three eight and zero and Jeff was number 10 with a one eight and two so uh you know, that's just how the schedule goes. Sometimes you get lucky, so good for him. Um, I know we mentioned, I mentioned Boston perhaps powering him to a win between Marshawn and Bergeron, and boy, oh boy, did that happen. Uh, Marshawn here with six assists, four power play points, four shots on goal, four hits, and two blocks. And Bergeron with four goals, one assist, four power play points, seven shots on goal, 27 faceoff wins, four hits, and a block. Um, and Patty Kane, uh, he had that, I believe it was on Monday night. He had that hat trick, four goals, three assists, plus two, one power play point, 20 shots on goal, two hits and a block. Um, so pretty, pretty good stat line from his top guys. He's got to be happy with that. He does. You've got to be happy. You went first year. Cause I was about to give all of, <laughs> all of Drew's top players. Oh, did I, did so, I go for the wrong one? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We'll take, we can take a look here at uh, Jeff's team and I will do a quick flyby. Lucas Raymond has been a monster in Detroit. And that again, same with Bertuzzi that's without Larkin centering that top line. Um, I know they had four games played this week and he had two goals, three assists, minus one, two power play points, 16 shots on goal in four games. That's, very impressive. Um, three hits and a block. Scrolling down here, uh, JT Miller had a strong week for, for the Canucks as well. Um, I guess feeding off of Elias Pettersson or them working together a little bit. Um, he would have played, he played three games as well. Holy smokes, he's ranked fifth overall. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, is... he's at a point per game pace and he's, he does pretty well in the hits. 
That is crazy. Um, I rest my case. Um, <laughs> but four goals and assists, plus three, two power play points, 11 shots on goal, uh, 23 faceoff wins, nine hits, and a block. So definitely a category stuffer there. And I will mention Jordan Eberly as well for that. I think he got the first hat trick in Seattle Kraken history. So that was, he had three games played, four goals, uh, plus two, 12 shots on goal two hits and a block for good measure and uh weak players on manager drew's team here uh, you let me know if i miss anybody but uh, we'll start off with clayton keller just the one assist minus one uh did come on the power play with five shots on goal two face-offs and four blocks uh Kokinemi, i think might have been two games i'm uh, unsure two there games is right yeah, yeah but zeros across the board until you get to one face-off win and three hits so uh, not great there and uh, you know goalies it's it's tough I mean Talbot got him two wins uh, which definitely you know helped him out as a, he ended up tying that category but a 389 and an 881 so uh, he's hoping that Talbot can keep off uh, who is it is it uh, Kakanemi? Kakanen right? Kako, Kakanen Kapo. yeah that's it there, there's, there's too yeah. many yeah, okay. There's too many five syllables. Too many Finns. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all Finnish. So, you know, why can't you be named more like Barkov? That one's pretty yeah. easy. And, um, uh, yeah. But that's who I had there in case uh, you can highlight somebody if I missed. I just had Nick Letty. Um, he did have the two assists, but over four games played to have be minus two, two shots on goal, three hits, and three blocks is just. You, you, you got to get those assists. Otherwise, it's like one of the worst weeks you could have. Um, <laughs> So I will take a look at Jeff's team for weak players and I will stall a little bit, but I'll talk about Logan Couture. Yeah, I will. I'll I'll get there. Um, Logan Couture in three games played. He had such a hot start to the season, but three games played only one point and that was a goal. Um, Eight shots on goal, 25 face-off wins and three hits and blocks. And... Barclay Goodrow didn't have only had one point this week. Um, I don't know if he had him for the whole time. I think he was a relatively recent roster addition, but um, in three games played, he was he had one assist, minus three, five shots on goal, 17 faceoff wins, five hits, and three blocks. And I am getting blinded. You by got, people uh, got one point. Um, Barbashev was pointless, minus three. Yeah. Barbashev, uh, I don't know how many games, I think. games he's... I think it was three. Yes. Yeah, I think he only started in one because he had an assist in the November 4th game. But I guess I'll just speak... I'll talk about Sebastian Ajo, who only had one point. Um, only two games, and he did have 11 shots on goal. So um, not too bad. But um, And the Hurricanes scored six goals in there, so maybe you'd hope for a couple more points. And we'll take a look at net. Jake Allen, uh, <laughs> one game started... Obviously, he didn't win because he had a 7.5 goals against and an 800 save percentage. And Linus Allmark had a tough time against the Leafs as well. Uh, one game started, didn't win. 4.1 goals against and an 886 save percentage. Spencer Knight also with the rare one game started, two wins. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't doesn't happen super often. But And now Bob is apparently injured. So yeah. um, that'll be a situation to watch pretty closely. It is. Uh, who'd you have for MVP here? I went with Patty Kane. Seven points. What yeah. a monster. Yeah, particularly a, a strong Monday, setting the tone for the week. Uh, you know, that if the Boston boys were one player, I, I would go with them. But uh, yeah, Patty Kane coming in clutch. Yeah, that was a 
Bergeron, and they keep in it mind Bergeron and Marchand. Marchand had six assists, it was eight power play points between the two of them, and he, it was only he, two games. They played had, two yeah, games. He had twenty-two power play points this week. Uh, so, uh, quite the outburst indeed. I did have a good DraftKings night with those two, um, but yeah. So we'll we'll move on to our final matchup. Yeah, so we'll take a look at the last matchup, and that is manager Mitch, who was undefeated coming into the week versus manager Ryan. Um, so that's Rafi Rockets versus Stammer Time. And this was the closest matchup of the week, uh, and Ryan hands Mitch his first loss of the season. So um, that means I think all managers have a loss now. So no one else is still undefeated. Um, so, you know, really speaks to some of the parity around the league. And the goalie categories were particularly close, like super close, especially goals against the save percentage. And yeah, Ryan only won six, five. So definitely the closest matchup of the week. Um, and relatively low on the power on the prize banana rankings. Ryan was sixth at six, four and one. And Mitch was eighth at four, seven and O. Oh. Yeah. And looking at uh, manager Mitch's team here, it was an, a very active Sunday. Um, and it was an important one. Like, uh, I mean, Mitch had two goalies going and, and it looks like all three, you know, at least three of the goalie cats were up for grabs at the time. Uh, so big swing Sunday, manager Ryan managed to hold him off. Uh, looking at the strong performers here, let me get back to the matchup totals. Uh, we'll start with Mr. Darnell Nurse. Uh, man, like, fuck, does, this guy just runs around the hits and then occasionally gets points off dry subtle <laughs> McDavid. Like, four assists, plus four, one power play point, 11 shots on goal, 14 hits, four blocks. Uh, pretty pretty great performance there. Continues to, um, yeah, just fill in all those categories. And uh, Soros, who I did try to trade for, got rejected. Uh, probably for good reason. Three games started, two wins, a 198 and a 940, uh, which came in very big here as his other goalies kind of let him down a little. And uh, we'll highlight, you know what, Braden Point had a pretty decent week. I, I like to shit on him, but uh, one goal, three assists, <laughs> plus five power play points, six shots on goal, 21 faceoff wins, and two hits. Um, so nice, nice to have that top production going. Kale McCarr is hurt, so... Uh, he's without his first round selection or was it, he was at the turn. So it, whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll call it that. I think it was McCarr first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah McCarr um, has had a pretty rough year to start rough. so far. And Bo and Byron Not. just stepping into his shoes. So, or his skates, yeah. I should say. Uh, and yeah, so uh, that's why, you know, we'll throw out a Chandler Stevenson here, uh, proven everybody wrong, that he was a product of his line mates, uh, one goal, two assists, nine shots, 40 faceoff wins, four hits and three blocks. Yeah, that seventeen faceoff win performance against yeah. uh, on against Detroit uh, on Sunday, and it's interesting. I was just looking at what you were talking about in terms of the Sunday games, and Mitch had like eight people playing on Sun, eight skaters playing yeah. on Sunday, and, uh, and two goalies. Two goalies, yeah. Whereas Ryan only had four skaters, and that was it. Leonard didn't start against Detroit, so might have ended up being for the better. I'm not actually, maybe not. Could have. He was, he was always going to win game started and uh, wins in that case. But um, so, yeah, we'll take a look at Ryan's team and strong players. He might've, might've won this matchup on the back of Mitch Marner. Um, three games played two goals, seven assists. Um, those are McDavid slash dry point totals. Um, plus four, four power play points, 12 shots on goal, which is particularly notable for him because he has been criticized for not shooting enough in the past. So, 
four shots per game is pretty is definitely enough and just the one block Shane Gossespierre I don't know if I planned on saying his name at all this year but <laughs> three games played for the Coyotes one goal three uh, three assists plus three to have a plus player in the Coyotes deserves deserves him in the yeah he deserves to be in the strong players just on that itself uh, one power play point eight shots on goal, a hit and two blocks. So he's probably doing a bit of what you're hoping Chikrin will be able to do eventually. And Robin Leonard had a strong week for the Golden Knights. Uh, three games started, two wins, a 2.33 goals against and a 936 save percentage, almost single-handedly getting Ryan those um, those first three goalie categories. And we'll uh, look at manager Mitch's team here. Uh, Farabee, I believe we mentioned him might be three weeks in a row here, one positive and now two poor. Uh, minus one, five shots on goal, one face-off win, three hits and a block. I believe that was in three games played. And uh, we'll take a quick look at the crease here. Take your, you know, pick your poison between uh, Brassat on Vegas. Brassat? Brassat? I don't know. Vegas? Brassois. Brassois. Uh, Brassois. All right. Brassois and uh, Samsonov on Washington, who has been dropped. Uh, so it looks like Vanek has taken that over. Uh, he put up one game started, a 7.05 goals against, and an 8.33, uh, and w- w- alongside a 4.29 and an 8.62. So Saros really came to his rescue this week, um, getting him save percentage, which is impressive, and, and still keeping him in goals against. Yeah, and looking at... I was just looking at Samsonov here. He has been, been pretty pretty poor to say the least like his only i can't see all the way back to the start of the season but his only win on the the, that i can see on yahoo was against the coyotes he shut them out on only 16 shots so um he has had a and and i think he must have gone in the first 10 rounds i would think i would agree first maybe the first seven or six or seven rounds i don't remember we can look into that um ryan had his share of weak players as well nick paul who i think is on his team for faceoff wins but four games played for the senators one goal no assists minus four 10 shots on goal 34 faceoff wins four hits and two blocks david pasternak managed to not have a good week with, <laughs> yeah, and which we, is crazy. we spoke about we spoke about the marchand and bergeron combining for 11 points or something um pasternak and it was two games played but you know like pasta and um like bergeron and marchand typically pasta goes that way but he only had one goal um eight shots on goal one face off win three hits including a super dirty hit on tj brody and (laughs) one block (laughs) and philip grubauer also had a down week um with two games started one win a 3.53 goals against and an 837 save percentage so if Mitch hadn't been completely submarined by Brassois and Samsonov. That stat line from Grubauer might have cost Ryan the matchup. Yeah, and Anderson uh, looked human out there this week. But uh, before we get to MVP, we'll highlight the doofus of the matchup. Uh, Sergachev, uh, only minus one, five shots on goal, one hit, and two blocks. And I see he's uh, taking lessons from countryman Kucherov and uh, out for two games after quite the hit to the head. Oh my goodness, that play. I was so irate watching, <laughs> watching first of all, watching Hedman hook Marner like that and then them not award a penalty shot, which I probably thought it should have been. And then Sergachev just cruises in after Marner's been hooked for like three or four seconds and 
shoulders him right so cleanly on the jaw. I have no idea how Marner was allowed to play the power play. Um, <laughs> but it was like, it was so dirty. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And then he apologized after like, yeah, whatever. But um, it was, it was crazy. I was irate. Well, from doofus to MVP involved in the same play for me, it's got to be Mitch Marner. Those seven assists and those four power play points came in pretty big. Yeah, that was half of Ryan's power play points. And they, they tied <laughs> yeah, they that tied category. That, yeah. yeah, so definitely went with Marner. And he won assists only by two, and yeah. Marner had seven. So that was a pretty easy pick for me as well. All right, so that uh, is all. I believe that's all six matchups this week or last week. So we'll once again, I think we'll head into the power ranking section so we can do our look ahead with being able to reference that. Um, would you like to start? Sure. Yeah. I'll take a look at the power rankings. Number 12, we have my, uh, my latest conquest manager, Neil. (laughs) And at, uh, number 11, we have manager drew. He did collect his win, but, uh, as we highlighted, it was in the bottom half of those power rankings or price banana. Sorry. At number 10, we have my opponent for this week, manager Danny and Ovechkin has five shots in the first period against Buffalo. So he's, he is he's really bringing it out for you. He's bringing it out for me. <laughs> Not crazy about that, but that's okay. And at uh, number nine, we have manager Ryan. Um, although he did hand the undefeated Rafi Rockets, his first loss. That's where he ended up this week. And at number eight, we have manager Matt T. At number seven, rising up the rankings, he had a lot uh, of good players in the past two weeks. Manager Jags, he's got to be happy with that. Uh, I, I suspect his girlfriend, Natalie, runs the team. She's a friend of the pod, by the way. Uh, she, we, should, uh, we were talking at the Flames game, and she loves it. So uh, always great to have a fan outside of the outside of the league. Man, our influence is stretching. We oh, love that. It, the pool um, grows by one. There we go. There you go. And we're almost in the double digits. Woof! And so Jags is um, actually speaking of that, Kyle listened to the podcast as well. <laughs> um, a friend of mine who uh, understands the rivalry week name between Michael and I, he loved that. So just a little shout out there. Love it. Um, and coming in at number, you just did Jags, right? So coming Jags, in yeah. at number six is yours truly, me, manager Matt K. <laughs> I love how they're gonna they're all on the edge of their seats. They're like, oh, what steal? And then they're like, oh, you said you're right. Um and number five, we have manager Jeff, who started hot and has since kind of been falling down a little. Yeah, he was uh prize banana and number one in the power rankings uh, in week two and has definitely come down a bit since then. Only to five, not too bad, but not too bad, yeah. Uh, number four, we have manager Mitch, just suffered his first loss of the season. So, but still at four, not too bad at all. And number three, still chugging along. Looks like you know, looks like the numbers were right. They like him. Uh, manager Michael coming in at number three. And at number two, the one that the crowd will just they'll roar the way that the flames did when Adam <laughs> Fox's goal was offside. Uh, number two, we have yours truly, manager Steel Gibson with Nelly Spaghetti. With Nelly Spaghetti, yeah, there was uh, myself and number one had the same, but uh, the momentum ranking swung his way. And uh, he broke the prize banana curse, as I had realized every prize banana then lost their next week. But that wasn't the case this week. Manager Brennan coming in at number one. Uh, congratulations. Welcome to the top. It's lovely up here. And uh, I, I did. We, we talked about uh, doing a weighted ranking, and I, I, I tried to put together one. Uh, and honestly, it didn't really change it too much. Like, I, I still have to 
make sure I had the right numbers going to the right places, but uh, uh, it, it looked like it followed what we had pretty well. Like I think Brendan beat me by like uh, one, like one one point out of a scale of five hundred seventy. So uh, we'll we'll work on that and we'll get it to you again. Yeah, sounds interesting. I, I might want to take a crack at that spreadsheet at some point if I yeah, have some time. Yeah, I, I did. But, uh, uh, I took pretty much um, any guy in the top one hundred. I, I put down his rank, and then I did one hundred minus his rank and summed that up. Um, so the the higher the guy would have a the better rank. Like for example, if you're six, you got ninety four points, and uh, yeah. summed that up along the way, and then tried to average that out, but. Uh, there's a lot of fucking columns, so it's yeah, tough to make imagine. sure the row. Yeah, because I had four for each one. But anyways, I digress. We'll get to our uh, look ahead here in week five. Uh, our first matchup, yours truly, manager Steele with Nelly Spaghetti versus the recently def- undefeated but now defeated Rafi Rockets, manager Mitch. Uh, who you got here? Uh, let me take a look here. Um, this is going to be a pretty, it's a pretty close matchup. You guys have, you're within two games played of each other. Um, I will, it's going to be tough for you if Ehlers and Bennett are both out, but not, uh, but not playing. Um, that would cost you a few games and some definite, um, some definite stats. I will, I'll, I'll back you here. I think that I still think you have a strong team, um, and I think Bennett's supposed to be coming back relatively soon, hopefully. So, anyways, I'll, I'll take yeah, you I think, to avoid I think any he conflict was a, on the pod. A game time decision this week or tonight, at least. Uh, I'm still loving the team. Hopefully, uh, goalie cats. Uh, hopefully, I do have to worry about them. I guess this week, uh, but uh, I'll take it if I don't. Uh, I I will also take me here, and I think manager Matt Taylor was begging me just not to not to back my team once, and I was like Matt, I you know I can't put that negative energy out there into the room. Uh, you know, clearly the players are listening; like they get this before you guys even hear it. Like you know, uh, I just can't do it. And I mean, what would he do? Is he ever going to not back his own team? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I with know, the way his just... team is right now, maybe, but. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> That's fired. That's fired. We'll move on to our second matchup uh, with manager Neil Bacchus Spasms versus uh, the previously named Stash Poppy manager Matt Taylor. Uh, you know, Matthews did have, it looks like the Leafs are firing on at least a few of their cylinders. So we'll see if they can keep it up. Uh, who do you got in this one? Uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I think I am going to take Matt T here. Um He's got 11 games on Neil right now, um, which is pretty substantial. And Barkov's back, though, so Neil's got to be happy about that. But, um, yeah, I'll take Matt T here just without doing too much digging on the on the back of those extra games played. Yeah, it's tough for me to uh, vote against Mr. General Zub because he's just such an animal. But uh, I will have to go here, although Shesterkin is pitching a 2-0 game so far didn't say the word so you can't blame me oh adam fox does have a goal uh but i'll go with stash poppy he did come off a a heartbreaking loss i do know what it's like to be in the top three and lose uh in the prize banana so uh, i think he'll bounce back here as neil has really had a shitty go the past couple weeks (laughs) so we'll see if he can put up more of a fight yeah tough for him with uh, patcheretti out long term i know what that's like with kucherov and (laughs) Those injuries, man, you get one or two and all of a sudden you're missing 
you know, five to seven points a week. And like, it's, it, it can really be difficult. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. And we'll move on to our next one. Uh, another kind of, well, uh, a battle of two of the, uh, I'd say top four, top five teams here. We got, uh, our two-time prize banana winner, DJ Zabanajad, manager, Brendan versus, uh, Nelly Espigelia, manager, Michael, uh, both three and one, both having pretty good weeks. Uh, who you got here? Ooh, and they have dead even games played, so I cannot lean one way or the other. <laughs> that is my worst nightmare. Um, and Zabanajad with two assists already. Two assists in already, the two, in the, and the all goalies have yet to be scored on. Through uh, yeah, it will be. I am gonna to go. Man, this is tight. Oh, quick got the start. Oh, that's actually yeah. good for Michael because he didn't have to pick. But I guess he probably would have not. He would definitely wouldn't have started uh, Peterson over Vanisek and Campbell. And never mind, I ramble. <laughs> um, I will go with. I'll go with Michael here. I think that um, it's gonna be. It should be a close matchup and a good matchup. Um, they've both been strong to start the season, but uh, my gut, you know, Michael's a grit grinder. So we'll we'll see if he can make it through this one. Yeah, this one I think will be a, a good matchup. I won't be surprised at all to see both these guys ranking top five on the week. Uh, but I'll go, you know, I'm not going to bet. If I'm not going to bet against a one-time prize banana, I'm definitely not going to bet against the two. So uh, DJ Zabanajad going for his, uh, I, I forget when he got his loss, but I'll back him for a win on this week. Third prize banana in a row would be quite something too. It would be something, yeah. It'd be quite a statement. All right, and uh, then next we have yours truly, the real Slim Brady versus uh, manager Danny and Gritty. Uh, Grady up to a, a fast 6-0 start here, um, well, powered by Ovechkin. Uh, I know you're going to take you, presumably. And, I am going to uh, take me. <laughs> How did I, you know? I, I just had a feeling, and you know what? I'm, I'm also going to go with you here. Danny is in kind of the similar boat to Neil. Uh, in that they are struggling. Uh, Mrazek being out doesn't help. Uh, Varlamov, Kakanin, and Najelkovic, you know, Varlamov, is he, has he been getting the starts over Sorokin? Or they've been splitting? I think he played his first game yesterday. Oh, there you go. So uh, I think three he goals came back on three shots. We'll see, uh, we'll see how that goalie tandem splits, but I'm pretty sure Islanders only have one game this week, so uh, that won't help him out. I, I'm... I'm just adding, finding more reasons to go with uh, my co-host here. We'll see how long Kairu has a spout in his team. But uh, yeah, I'll go for manager Matt Kermis. Yeah, it is. I, I just can't find anyone I want to pick up in his stead. Like, uh, in, uh, yeah. especially with Braden Shen being out now, it's like he should get more run. Um, I did like the Roy pickup or Wah. I, I don't know which one it is, but uh, I just... Depends could... on which side of the, which province you're in, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> If but, he went uh, to play for the Habs, you know it would be. Oh, his name's Matt. It would be Mathieu Watt, I think that's probably how is it, it would Nicholas? go. But you, anyways, oh, you mean Nick Roy? Oh, you mean Nick Roy for the um yeah, for, yeah. The, for the old Knights? Knights. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was for the second. I might. I'm a team full of Roys. But I, I, mean, I tell I have you. Two. Uh, yeah, I was looking at him. I just couldn't bring myself to drop uh, drop anybody quite yet. But uh, we'll see how he pays off for you. But uh, uh, so we'll head on to our fifth matchup of week five. Manager Jeff with Aho gave me headman uh, versus Big Cat Vassy. Manager Jakes. We did talk about it. Apparently, it is a nickname for Jakes, or sorry for for Vassy, the Big Cat. <laughs> uh, we'll see if that lightning bolt uh, cat emoji can power him to a victory here. Who do you have? Man, Spencer Knight just yeah. shit in the bed right away. Not great. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, I know. 
Florida's going to be clamoring for uh, Bob. for Bob to get back. Um, I will. Let me see. What do the matchup totals say? Um, oh, within one again. My crutch has been kicked out from underneath me. Um, it's pretty close. I think Jags has had some pretty strong. He's had relatively strong performances, but I will. Oh man, Jeff's one and three too. Holy smokes! Okay, I'll take Jeff to bounce back here. I didn't know he was. I didn't realize he was so. Uh, he was so down bad and on his record. So I think he needs to start riding that ship. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff is. You know, I think this might be first time ever that Jags is ranked higher than Jeff in the uh, the power rankings. Um, oh, sorry, he's not. I I, I apologize. That was prize banana. Uh, so we'll see if Jeff can, or if Jags can continue his ascent. Uh, Jeff's in Hawaii right now at a wedding, so his mind might not be on fantasy, which you know, crazy, but it happens, I guess. Um, <laughs> so he may be distracted there. Shout out to Travis. Hope the wedding's going great. Um, I will go with manager Jags here. Ooh, yeah, that's, uh, he's, that's he, fun. he's popping on the momentum rankings. That's what that's what you love to see. It's one of your favorite say, uh, sayings. So yeah. I, I totally understand. And our final matchup is uh, Stammer Time Manager Ryan versus the Rat Squad Manager Drew. Uh, Drew is the one powered to victory by his Boston boys and Patty Kane. Uh, Bobrovsky is out. He's got Holtby and Talbot as his goalies. So not inspiring some confidence there. I'm gonna go with Manager Ryan. Yeah, it's uh, Drew hasn't done me the favor of starting his lineups <laughs> for the week. So it looks like Ryan has 23 games played to his advantage, which is obviously not correct. Um, I'll go with Ryan here as well. I think he's on a little bit of a roll um, and coming off a strong victory. So, uh, And I don't want to call call against him before we uh, all meet up in Atlanta. Very true. Yeah, I think I think the goalies will, will help him out here, and we'll see if Pasta can uh, negate some of Bergeron and Michon this week. Um, Ooh, but that's fun. it Ryan for our look ahead. Are, you have, uh, I was just going to say Ryan and I are playing, each, playing other each other in Atlanta. Atlanta. We are. Yeah. That'll be fun. Snazzy McSnazz should be good. We'll, I'll bring the mic. We can, uh, we can have a little pod, <laughs> a little emergency pod. Lynn, Lynn can be our moderator. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, no, nothing here. I think it was a good, another good week of matchups and some definite parity throughout the league, which we love to see. So yeah, looking forward yeah. to another, another good week. All right. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in, uh, particularly to those non-league members. We, we love to see that engagement grow. Maybe uh, we'll get some merch going in a, in a bit here, uh, but uh, have a great week, everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye.